Welcome to the Risk and Repeat Podcast, episode number 134. I'm Rob Wright, Editorial Director of Search Security, and I am here with my site editor, Peter Lotion. Peter, welcome. Hi, Rob. We're back. We are. In Chernobyl. It's been a couple weeks, uh, and we're talking about something exciting. It's like, I think it's our favorite subject, uh, political Russia hacking, you know, Russia investigation-related uh, you know, uh, election interference, nation state, political hacks, and it's just great. It's great. I'm saying this sort of half facetiously. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm nodding my head. <laughs> you are nodding your head. <laughs> I mean, I think we'll look back in a few years from now when this is all over, hopefully, and say, wow, that was a wild time. We had a bird's eye view of all this crazy stuff happening that was impacting the future of not only our electoral process, but future of our country and our relationships with other countries. Uh, but for now, oh my God. Uh, right? You are correct. It's insane. So You are correct, sir. So we're talking today about, and I'm sure probably most people have seen it this po- at this point, we're recording this on Monday, the uh, 10th of December. Last week, Politico broke the news that the National Republican Congressional Committee, the R, uh, NRCC, was breached. Uh, they had some type of cyber intrusion. Uh, there's not a lot of details about it. There were no details. Well, there's some. I mean, there's some details. Well, about the specifics of the of the incident. Right. But, we, I mean, we know we know who they called. Right. We know they called CrowdStrike. Uh, and apparently they had CrowdStrike on sort of um, – I think they had them on retainer. Was it, was it CrowdStrike or Silence? No, CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the same company that investigated and did the report on, on – I almost said Fozzie Bear, Fancy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> the DNC hack from, from 2016. Yeah. Oh, seems like forever ago. Uh, so same company – same very well-known um, endpoint, uh, not just endpoint, but anti-malware, endpoint security uh, company, very well-known. And, uh, yeah, we know that the NRCC uh, had some type of cyber intrusion where threat actors got in. We don't know where they're from. We don't really know what they're doing. Uh, but they got a hold of apparently a lot of emails. My recollection was that they had uh – broken into four email accounts? Yes, I'm going to read from the uh, Politico story here uh, because they, like I said, they they were first on this. We wrote a a sort of a follow-up. Mike Heller, senior reporter, wrote uh, sort of a quick follow-up to this. Uh, Here is something in the story. Quote, the email accounts of four senior aides at the National Republican Congressional Committee were surveilled for several months, the party officials said. The intrusion was detected in April by an NRCC vendor who alerted the committee and its cybersecurity contractor. An internal investigation was initiated, and the FBI was alerted to the attacks, said the officials, who requested an- anonymity to discuss the incident, end quote. So. And we haven't heard anything since then, really. Not really. Thing. No. There's there's sort of been, you know, trickles of, of sort of additional information about what this means sort of for the larger um, – I guess, political landscape and threat landscape. But so far, we don't know really anything about what happened. 
like how they like who was you know email accounts you assume it was phishing but we don't know uh senior campaign or um, 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 senior nrcc officials so you don't know i mean you could start throwing names up but you don't know who they are but I guess we can start with the question, is this a surprise, Peter? Were you surprised? Oh, to hear that that a, a, a political organization had been breached? Yes. No, not at all. I, I think I think uh, that there are there seems to be a fair amount of sentiment that uh, both political both major political parties in the United States have uh, been subject to breaches over the past you know the recent past. I don't want to I don't want to limit it, but Right, you know, just as the uh, the Democratic uh, organization, the DNC, was uh, was breached and and data was leaked by third parties that didn't yeah. have permission to do it, uh, a lot of people conjectured, well, we don't think the Republican Party has better in, uh, cyber cybersecurity going on, better infosec uh, hygiene, so they probably were also targeted because of why wouldn't they be? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's even been discussions in some of these committee hearings about we think they also, you know, uh, uh, FBI or whoever saying, you know, we think they also went after other. I mean, there was reports about about intrusions in um, r- Republican uh, right leaning uh, think tanks yes. um, recently. So, yeah, it's not like this is all being directed at the Democrats and the DNC and, and Clinton and whoever, I guess, you know. Yeah. Right, and and other recent current events show demonstrate that um, that the demo, that that there were interesting things uh, things of interest that were happening in in the Republican Party over the last few years that would make people want to look at high ranking aides emails as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, so there we we are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to to hear what details the the investigators find over over time if yeah. we do get to hear what they find right i mean it's, i assume we'll, we'll we'll get some details eventually but mm-hmm. let's start with what we know mm-hmm. so at least according to the initial information this was not a breach of the nrcc's environment it's, they didn't get into the servers. It sounds like they accessed somehow. We assume through phishing. The, uh, they accessed the accounts of four sort of top level officials in the organization. That sounds like a John Podesta type thing. So it's more like that than it is the DNC hack. Would you agree? Could, yes, I would. So that that is interesting to me as a distinction. Uh, because, well, like a campaign official or, or you know, NRCC official or, or, or anyone in the sort of the, the current presidential administration, you can't really do anything about, uh, you know, you can't walk down the, the hallway to IT and say, uh, I demand these changes be made because I don't want to get hit by Fancy Bear or APT. Um, 28 or, or whatever Russian threat group or, or whoever you think might be Iran, China, whatever. But, you know, we've written a lot of stories about phishing mm-hmm. and email authentication and, and 
it, you know, we can debate whether or not we think this is, is going to be 100% effective like Google said it is. But Google's come out and said, we think we have eliminated phishing mm-hmm. in our organization through the use of, of security keys, like physical keys. Yes. I mean, that is a step that if you're, if you're paranoid, if you're someone, if you're an admin level person in, in your organization, that you could do on your own, theoretically, I guess. I mean, there may be restrictions in whatever network you're operating. But that you could do on your own, or at least push on your own, to prevent that sort of thing from happening. And it doesn't sound like that happened in this case. Again, we don't know who it was, and we don't know how they got in. But if I had to guess, I, I, would, I would wager, I would bet a significant amount of money to me. And again, I'm a journalist. <laughs> a significant so, amount of money. I know you're laughing because you're a journalist well, I, too. That's right. That they probably are not using security keys. I don't even know if they're using two-factor authentication. I would hope. I mean, the, that that excerpt I read from the political story said that they had an existing contractor, cybersecurity vendor. You know, you hope that whatever organization it was, and I don't think it was CrowdStrike. I think they brought in CrowdStrike later. You know, sat them down and said, look, two-factor authentication, and if you really want to go next level and, and sort of prevent anything from taking place with your email accounts and and not be the next John Podesta, get some type of, of, of security key, whether it's Ubico or whatever. Lock your Google accounts. Lock your email accounts. You know, no, just to prevent that sort of thing. Um I, but I highly doubt it was done. It, just from what we know, just from what what I'm reading, is that? Do you think I'm assuming too much, Peter? Uh, no, not at all. Okay. Um, the thing about our political system is that uh, we don't have a hierarchical, aut- autocratic structure to the political parties. There's no, you know, you can. Everybody's got their own deal like everybody's got every organization has its own right. thing and they take care of themselves and they function all you know independently and autonomously yeah. so there's no you know you can you, even for the federal government you can mandate that all agencies have uh, uh, you know some kind of protection against phishing or some kind of protection against the NSI jacking or y- you name it but uh, that doesn't apply to the parties and that yep. doesn't apply to the state parties and that yeah. doesn't apply to the local groups that are that are doing these things so it's a it's a strength because it means that no one person can get in and start taking over every single republican or democrat yeah. democratic desktop in the in the country but it's also uh, not a strength because it means that there's a lot of people that are trying to do this on their own and in a large group in a large organization you can you can spend a lot of money you have money to spend on these things even if it's not you know in the the real world, you know, it's not billions, it's maybe not millions, but, you know, a few tens of thousands of dollars here or there are going to help a small organization um, to do better than the, what they're doing now. Um, but, yeah, that's, all, y- you know, a few thousand here, a few thousand there, and soon soon enough you're going to talk about real money for a journalist. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be I. There, there's a number of things that would not surprise me, and yeah. one of them is that this is the work of some. I'm not going to say a 400 pound guy sitting on a bed in New Jersey, yeah, but I will say it could be a high school kid or yeah. a group of high school kids that are doing some. It could, it could some, be Lizard Squad. 
It could be crackers with attitude. Are they I mean, in jail? I, <laughs> I mean, it still could be. I mean, be listen, there. there's so many crackers out there. I, they're hard to keep up with, Peter. Yes. Uh, no, I think a couple of them may have gotten caught for like the Brennan thing, and yeah. Yeah, I seem to recall that. Uh, but but yeah, I mean, it, it's just fishing, and and there's some really seriously good fishing. Yeah, you emails. don't even have to really be good at hacking to just get the phishing link and and. I mean, all you need to do to 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 run an attack to 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 carry out an attack like that is to do an an enumeration on the email addresses yep. um, of the people in the organization, and then just blast them with you know any number of different yeah. attempts. And yeah. all they have, you only have to be right once, and they have to be right every single time. Yeah. Um, but which is not to say that there is no other hacking or cracking or breaching going on in these groups this this supposedly happened in april and, yeah. and it's not even it's almost 2019 now so i want to i want to bring that up in just a second but okay. before oh. i do just one quick note that i should have mentioned earlier mike uh when he contacted uh crowdstrike and this has been reported on other some other people's story uh stories as well um uh, CrowdStrike was 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 indeed contracted before mm-hmm. uh, uh, many months ago on behalf of the NRCC, but not to not for like personal endpoint security. They they uh, sort of assisted with uh, protecting defending the internal corporate network, which was not breached. Uh, so it, it's not clear to me, according to this story, if the third party security vendor that was alerted by the by the account intrusions. Is the same. It is CrowdStrike. It sounds like it's two different companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but and we don't know what that third-party company was. Um, so, okay. So when this attack happened, mm-hmm. April, and now it's when, and it wasn't disclosed until November. December. Was it? Was it December? It was well, just last week, or yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's when the news was broke. So, and and this is, so this is kind of crazy. This is one of the things of the Politico report that's that's very important and, and good for them for getting it. Uh, so so, a bunch of senior Republicans in the House because it's it's the it's the Congressional Committee. I mean, this is this is like the Republicans' organization for getting people elected to Congress, right? So, uh, Speaker Paul Ryan. Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Majority Whip Steve Scalise, uh, were not informed of the hack until Politico contacted the NRCC on Monday with questions about the episode. End wow. quote. Rank and file House Republicans were not told either, according to the story. That okay. <laughs> so all right. Um, obviously, we're living in a in a GDP uh, influenced world. That seems crazy to me that, 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 okay, maybe you don't go public with it because it's not like, okay, customers were were breached. I mean, these are officials, so you don't need to, like, disclose it. But, like, surely you would disclose it to the people of senior administration officials, like a party members, the leadership of your party, <laughs> and they didn't. And, like, when were they going to tell them? Were they just hoping? I mean, and so this is another way that this is different than the DNC or the, yeah. the, the Podesta hack. Someone got those emails, and, I mean, I haven't seen anything on WikiLeaks. I haven't seen anything online. 
So somebody got in and either found a bunch of information that they didn't think was important. I don't think so. That's hard to believe. Or somebody got in there and, I don't know, they're holding on to it for whatever reason. It seems weird that, like, the organization didn't say something to the party leadership. I find that really odd. That's bad sort of incident response, regardless of what kind of organization you are, right? I mean, you can't defend yourself. You can't begin to plan for, like, a breach um, of, 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 of confidential emails unless you know what that, that something happened that's putting you in that position, right? Sure. Well, how are you supposed to? I mean, you can't prepare for that if you don't know. Am I crazy? No. Are you surprised though that I was? I was a little surprised. I mean, I I thought we are living in a post 2016 world where political hacks like this are like, you know, just like Target and all these other breaches have put people on notice. Like your job as a CIO and a CEO can be in jeopardy. Your livelihood, your party's future could be affected by a breach that leads to a bunch of your emails being put out for public consumption. Like they didn't say anything? That's that is shocking to me. Well, I, I You're a cynic, so you I, you are not surprised. I'm not I'm not terribly surprised. Sometimes you know, we, we see this every time there's a big breach in a in a of a of a company that hasn't been hit or uh, in a new area or a new type where, where it seems like the companies or the managers or the, 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 the just the environment itself it is, allows uh, a do, one do-over, one yeah. reset. Um, who was it that was breached last week? That uh, Marriott. Marriott, yeah. right? It, it was two weeks ago. I mean, it was yeah, the, yeah. the breach was Whatever. from 2014 through uh-huh. earlier this year, okay. and they, you know, the, the news hit at a certain time, and then they start. They claimed in the email that I got that they were doing rolling notifications starting November 30th. Well, I didn't hear about those at all until last night. I didn't get mine until I looked in my spam folder and I found it. Um, but it it always like every time something slightly new happens, it feel it, it kind of feels like the companies involved, you know, act as though this has never happened to anybody before, and it's unprecedented. And they, you know, it's a sophisticated attack or whatever language that gets yeah, used yeah. a lot, um, accurate or not. Um, so, yeah, the fact that that this organization that was breached or or had an incident. And they reacted in a different way than, than one would expect a, an organization to react mm. after what we've seen so far. Yeah, it's like, but it was Democratic Party organizations yeah. that were affected before, and the you know the Republican side may th- feel like, oh, this is new because we weren't targeted, or they may not realize they were targeted by uh, nation state actors at the same time. We don't even. I mean, that's the thing. We don't even know. Like, like they may have sat back and said, well. You know, the Russians have it in for the Democrats or for whatever reason, for whatever agenda is being um, uh, executed or whatever. But, I mean, come on. Like, there are a million (laughs) different threat actors out there, the different nation states. Like, you you can't bank on the the Russians being the only game in town when it comes to political hacks, political campaign hacks or uh, political organization hacks. I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy. I mean, I guess that's... 
that's what bothers me about this is is that um, and again we don't know how the accounts were breached so it, it could be something you know a, a credential stuffing attack or it, it, it doesn't have to be phishing it, it could be something completely like you know someone's e- a bunch of these officials email addresses were exposed in an AWS <coughs> exposure you know an S3 bucket that got left on might, might not even be their fault it still seems odd to me um, not just the incident but the response seems odd to me because uh, you know, in the true spirit of risk and repeat, and repeating the same mistakes, and 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 and, and subjecting yourself to the same risks again and again, I would think that both parties would would have learned, like would have said, "Oh, like we 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 can't do this. We can't let this happen. We cannot get pedestrian. We do not want to get pizza gated. We do not want this stuff happening to us." We are going to institute two F, uh, two-factor authentication, MFA, whatever you, you know, security keys for all high-ranking officials with with admin-level access and, you know, eyes-only, confidential, classified clearance, whatever you want to call it, and just go from there. Yeah, you and would think you would think that would make sense, and and you know when you when you say that it could be, it, it doesn't have to be phishing, but you know it, it sort of follows some of the phishing patterns, and. Uh, a great man once said, the race is not always to the swift nor the battle to the strong, but that's the way to bet. And I Who mean, said that? I, I want to say, I don't know. I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say I don't know, but I don't know. Okay. I don't recall. It was, it might have been a journalist too. Oh, yeah. um, but We'll look it up afterwards. Yeah. But <laughs> we can even cut this too. Cause yeah. it's, it's, it, this is good audio. Well, anyway, the the, the 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 bottom line is, it, if it looks like a duck and it's walking like a duck, and you know, there's a lot of ducks in the area, then I'm gonna, I won't say, I won't definitively say it's definitely a, a fish, yeah. a fishing attack or spear fishing even. Yeah. But it sure smells like one, um, based on everything that we know about some of these things that have been going on for the last few years and what we what we are uh, led to given to, to know about yeah. the facts as it, as they come out. I am eager to see more details about this from whoever, um, CrowdStrike, um, other third parties maybe. I don't know if the NRCC is going to be forthcoming with additional information. We'll see. Uh, but I'm also looking forward to I'm, – I'm glad in a way that this is happening because at the very least I can – I look forward to future conversations with the people that have been flooding our um, comments system anytime a DNC hack story is written that are asking where the servers are and why weren't they turned over to the FBI Mm. and how can you trust CrowdStrike and who's CrowdStrike and they're just a Democratic, you know, party shill and all that stuff. Well, good news for you. They they were not a shill. and, and they've been hired by the RN or the NRCC for their own hack investigation. So uh, good luck with that line of reasoning and those trollish comments. I mean, really, I, I think I showed you, you know, just how much feedback we get on these types of articles. Uh, it's pretty remarkable, and it's usually sort of, like I said, the trollish uh, uh, position yeah. for, for many of the comments on there. So I don't want to characterize all search security readers that have weighed in on those stories as trolls, but my goodness. Anyway, Peter, <laughs> before I get myself into trouble, 
Um, Peter, thank you for joining me in this discussion. Always happy to be here. And thank you to the readers and listeners of Search Security. I'm Rob Wright, and we'll see you next time.